Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. John and Jim, it is the wrap-up show on a Sunday evening. You might be wondering, like, where I am. Um, you divorced? Was, was that? So did you finally get divorced from all the wrap-up shows that we do? Yeah, yeah. so I have to share something with everyone. Um, no, we're in Palm Springs. Can you imagine <laughs> that? What a week, man. My dad has open-heart surgery and I get divorced. No. Um, no. We're in Palm Springs for the weekend. Uh, Jones is sleeping in the other room. Thank the Lord. And nice. um, it was it was a good weekend other than um, what happened today in Denver, where the Padres, you know, seemingly were in control. Blake Snell, you're facing Denelson Lamette. You know, they had some opportunities to score more than they did, but they led for most of this game. They take a lead in the ninth inning, even after giving it up in the eighth. And then they can't uh, find a way to hold on. Um, the rain delay, the homer before the rain, the homer with two outs in the ninth inning. And really disappointing end to what had been a pretty good trip and a little – um, you know, a run of games where they've won three consecutive games. You're thinking, well, maybe this is the time they're going to, you know, win four or five in a row. And it's not to be. And it's a little bit of the same old Padres. The question really, as we get into this tonight, is is this two forward and one step back based on what we've seen over the last couple of days? Or is this one step forward, two steps back? And they're going through the same issues like runners in scoring position, not beating opponents that they should, although they did win two out of three in the series. So John and Jim with you on the Rappo Show. Please subscribe as you make your way in. On this Sunday evening, whether you're here live or on replay, um, smash the like button for us, even though the Padres lost here today. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We are appreciative of the Super Chats. We really are. We do this content for you guys as often as we possibly can. If you want to contribute, if you want to weigh in, if you want to make sure we interact with your comment, click the dollar sign below the chat box with all the Super Chats. If you want to become a member, I think we had a member to join us on Friday night. You can click the join button down below. You get custom emojis and badges, but... You know, there are some things, Jim, that have been, you know, pretty positive over the last couple of days, but then there's something like today, which is a little bit head scratching. And if this team is going to get back to the team we hope they're going to be, you can't have games like this. No, you, you can't. You, you need to win these type of games, especially with performances like that from Blake Snell. Uh, that's easily one of his better performances in a Padres uniform, like easily. I, I know that a couple of years ago, Maybe it was last year. I remember a couple of years ago. I forget when it was, but you know, took no hitters into the eighth inning or and you know gave it up. But um, easily his best outing of the season and one of his best outings that you've ever seen him in a Padres uniform. And I, I think that they have been playing much better of late. Um, they should have swept this series, no doubt about that. But the problems still remain the same, you know, two for 19, the last two days in Colorado with runners, in scoring position, not great. You can't close out the team that you need to close out. Right. That's a problem. Holding, holding a one run lead or, or two run leads. And, and to think that yesterday was their first one run win since well, April, April 19th. That's the last time they had a one-run win versus a team. So that's, you know, glad they got that out of the way. But at the same time, uh, until they're 500, and and when they drop games like this today, when they should have won, it's like they remain an unserious ball club. Like, win more than three games in a row one fucking time. That'd be cool. Still, Still haven't done that this year. Still have not won more than three games in a row all year long. And that's not a that's that's a recipe for that's missed the playoffs. Is my mic low here? Let me put in a second. These are like forty five dollar earbuds. Oh, nice. Hold on. You sound like you're um, in the freaking uh, tunnel. You know, should I just take them out and go through the laptop? Yeah, probably. 
He bought like the the most amazing headset ever, and it's like not working. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh my god, a million times better. That's way better. Way better. Oh good. These things are. This is what happens. You buy. This is what I bought on the in the airport on the way from like Fort Lauderdale to San Diego. That's uh, th- that mic's a million times better. Can I hold on? Just give me one second. All right, talk real quick. John Schaefer sucks. <laughs> For whatever reason, though, it's not overly loud. I'm coming through my laptop. Whatever. Wait, what is what you do? Go to settings. Yeah. Go to audio. Yeah. And then, and then speaker needs to be your computer and microphone needs to be your computer. Yeah, MacBook Air speakers, right? Yeah. John Schaefer sucks. This is gonna be hard. I'm gonna be like, wait, what did you say, Jim? But you don't have like headphones to put in your your thing, right? I can hear you through the laptop. But why don't you have headphones that plug in your computer? Hold on. That's my, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So then you can hear me, and it's not going over the laptop. Okay. Okay. So now I can hear you, and you can hear me, and it's not through this. Yeah, it's perfect. Dude, you are a genius. I'm so glad I do this with Jim because if I was doing this thing alone, I'd be rubbing sticks together to get on the internet. Oh my God. It would be a disaster if you did a solo show tonight. All right. Here's the deal. If you're here, subscribe. This is the content you're looking for. John trying to figure out how to use his volume control. Right. He just turned um, 43, guys. Springs. Yes. Very old. Sorry, we're here to celebrate my birthday. That's a good point. That was earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, I think there's a ton to get into. So I want oh to do God, it. Like there's said. so much, dude. There's so much. Um, a, a couple of things here. I already saw in the chat, like, oh, Soto, you know, he's got to do more. Soto hit a ball like 430 feet in this game that was now. Um, Soto lined out into a double play. You cannot hit a ball harder. This has absolutely nothing to do with Juan Soto, not to mention he made like the greatest catch in baseball history in left field uh, in this game as well. So I thought Juan Soto was really good. If there's actually someone, and then everyone's going to pin up on Melvin. Oh, you didn't use Hater. Hater was down. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't use Martinez. I saw Martinez in the series. He sucked. He, he gave up two runs the other day. He's been used often. They got him up whenever they did, and then there was the rain delay. And from that point on, he was burned. And that has nothing to do with Bob Melvin. He was just burned. So this has nothing to do at all with Bob Melvin. You know who has to do it? Luis Garcia, who failed to cover first base. Um, it, coming off the IL, failed, he, and he, by the way, he was quoted, um, I forget by whom in the UT, because Kevin AC isn't there, maybe Jeff Sanders. Um, he's quite saying, like, my bad. I, I, it was all completely on me. Ground ball to first. I didn't get over. Um, and the next batter hits a two-run home run. So that's one run that you gave up. And, again, I thought you're snake-bitten. Yeah, they didn't hit with men's scoring position, but the Soto double play, they were snake-bitten in that spot. Um, I hated the ninth inning, by the way, Jim. It's pouring. I don't think you should play the top of the ninth inning. I don't think you should play the bottom of the ninth inning. I have no clue what they're doing. They're trying to force a game through because the Rockies got to travel. Um, again, they're not going to say that. I'll say that. But there was just there was a lot of weirdness. There was a lot of weirdness in this game, and that happens in Denver occasionally. And this is why the, the Padres have not swept the series there since 2011. I mean, that's crazy. They played a lot of series there. Yeah, and we've said that it's a good thing that they're not playing the Rockies as many times this year because they just don't play well in Colorado at times. I mean, taking two or three, okay, cool. You take it. Obviously, yep. we said yeah, before the series, you take two or three. But then how it plays out, and you're like, they could have swept this team and they should have swept the Brockies. And then you're disappointed at the end of the series, as you should be, even with winning two or three. You're disappointed if you're a Padres fan. Um, starting with, I think, Bob Melvin and the Blake Snell thing, you know, at the time, you kind of had in your mind, like, okay, is it 85 pitches? He just got hit in the leg and his foot. And yes, he finished that inning, but if you just put you like you think about it, you're like, that's a really weird decision to take him out, but he just got hit. So probably probably being precautionary. Don't really know, but at the same time, like I'm not gonna jump to any conclusions. And I I, I want to hear what Melvin says after the game. And I was hoping you never want to hear a guy see a guy injured, but I was hoping he was gonna say that. And he did. Because if he said he took him out because he hasn't pissed, Gar- pissed Garcia in a, in a long time and he wanted to get him some work, I would have lost my shit. So mm-hmm. thankfully, everything was totally understandable why Blake Snell was taken out of the game. Um, And if you want to pin this on Melvin, okay, fine. But 
again, be better bullpen. Like, hey, Luis Garcia, hold a two-run lead, and, you know, like. Yeah. And I know it's auto, and that place is a sh- fucking yep. sh- mold for, I mean, pile on as much as you possibly can there. And we said that at the start of the series. Yeah. Um, and then it just goes back to, hey, you were one for seven with runners in scoring position tonight or today, and yep. you didn't pile on, unfortunately. So if you want to get upset with Juan Soto, you know, like, dude, come on. He blasted a ball that was a home run in every other ballpark. Every ballpark but one. Colorado, which is yep. kind of ridiculous. I mean, so – it's uh it's a frustrating loss. Bullpen's got to be better, even though the bullpen's been really good. And again, you got to be better than one for seven with runners in scoring position. You just have to be if you want to be a serious ball club. And you're still under I mean, five hundred. Yeah, and you can't lose to Denelle's Lamette. I mean, Lamette's now the truth is Snell's last four outings have been really good. Um, and you can't lose to Denelle's Lamette. Denelle's Lamette going five innings against you at Coors yeah, Field yeah. and allowing two earned runs. So yeah, the offense still you know, th- there's days where it can look really good. I mean, shoot, they had the back-to-back games, uh, previous game, and then the Rockies game, one of the series, where they scored like 19 runs and 32 hits, you know? And then it was more of a struggle here today, and they didn't, to your point, add on. You know, I thought Tatis, by the way, had an excellent game. He's running. He's had a great um, series. He's, I mean, if you yeah, looked at I mean, what just, he has done. Yeah, I have. I mean, he's had a good season. I mean, he, he's – Basically, if you look at the numbers right now, Tatis and Soto are one and two, and they're very, it's like one and one A in terms of what they've done. Um, but yeah, Tatis, here's the thing like, he's just fine. He's, listen, he's not walking, but who cares? He gets on base constantly, and now he's running. How many stolen bases does he have this year? Eight. That's a huge number. Eight, he missed 20 games. That's in one fourth of a season. He's on pace for, in 160 games, 30 plus steals and 40 plus home runs. And it's a huge season. He'll be Huge. a twenty. He'll be a twenty twenty guy this year easily. That's massive. If he if he gets, could he be thirty? In a full 30? season, he, in a full season, he's a thirty thirty guy. He was going to be a thirty thirty guy in twenty twenty one. No doubt. Except I they know. they told him to not run anymore because of his shoulder. Right. So right. he's been fantastic. I thought Jake Cronworth had a good had a good series overall. Um, big hit today. That home run, um, but. Again, it's yeah, Carter was had a great series. Yeah. Grisham, the bunt was just like, what are we doing, yep. dude? Come on. Yeah. You know, it's just the it's just how they are. They're a team that can't hit with runners in scoring position, and they're not good in one run games or even close games. Which is just crazy. With, with you wouldn't think it with Josh Hader. Not that anything, not that today has anything to do with Josh Hader. You just think one run games, you're gonna win more than you lose, and they're mm-hmm. as bad as any. Anyway, baseball. Someone mentioned, what's that? Well, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say someone mentioned that aren't the A's running a five game winning streak right now? Yeah, yeah, they're running a five game winning streak. Yeah, it's just baseball. It's it's stupid. And look, Josh Hader pitched back to back games, pitched Friday, pitched last night. You know, you'd want your closer in that situation today. Um, but. We just know Josh Hader. He's not going to pitch three days in a row, even though there's an off day tomorrow, and even though there's an off day on Thursday, right? Yeah, and but that's not Josh Hader either. That's not Josh Hader either. It, you know just, what I mean? And that's not Bob Melvin. It's and that's not. Just, I, there's 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 someone that's saying that he's yeah. not. That they've made a determination that he's not pitching three days in a row right now. That's not to say he wouldn't do it the final three days of the regular season if they needed to win three games, but he's not doing it right now. Oh, I would lose my shit. If they didn't pitch, if they had, if they had right. to win three games in a row, right? And he pitched the first two and then didn't pitch the third. Of course he would. I, but that's my point. I think it can change. But right now, organizationally, this has nothing to do with Melvin. I don't think it has to do with Hater. Yeah. To be honest, I just think that those are the rules. Could he pitch four and five? That, that's what I, I always judge a closer by. That it's not three straight days. It's can you pitch four times in five days? I don't even know if they would do that with Josh Hader. There are closers in baseball that that'll do that. He's more of like a three and five days back to back and then three and five day guy. And now they have the off day tomorrow and it won't be more than three and five days if he pitches on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. This is a good question so, by Jaron talking about weathers on Saturday night. Obviously, we didn't have a wrap up show Saturday night, but it was pulled only after three innings on Saturday, I want to believe. Now, I know you were in Palm yep. Springs, so it was hard for, yep. but I mean, to your point, Jaron, it, it kind of kind of made the bullpen today difficult to use the guys you'd want to use. Um, 
but I will say that. Yeah, but you would have lost yesterday. Yeah, that's the thing. Is you, you trade know what I mean? Off. Like, is Ryan? Are you really trust Ryan Weathers to go six innings? No, you don't. In Colorado. No, five innings. Don't. Uh, I mean, maybe he was pitching fine. I mean, three innings. It wasn't like he was. I mean, he gave up one, hit, three hits and one run. So yeah, but like, I've seen this guy. I've yeah, seen, seen that game it. play out. So you trade off. You're like, okay, well, yesterday you. Who knows if you win that game? Probably don't. And today you had a two-run lead in the eighth inning and a one-run lead in the ninth inning. So yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and I'm with you, Jerry. That's a fair point. Listen, they taxed the bullpen a lot yesterday. Although they're using like it's a trade-off. You you know, you, you pick and, yeah. and guess what? If you told me yesterday that yesterday was going to be a bullpen day and you, they'd have a lead in the ninth inning today, I'd be like, yeah, you take it. And you yeah, roll with whoever you have in your bullpen ready to go, even if it wasn't. Yeah. If you don't have Nick Martinez and Hayer ready or available. Um, guys, if you're here, um, please subscribe. You're on Padres content for you. Padres win the series in Colorado, but lose today 5 4 as the Rockies walk off. Um, subscribe, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the supers. Really do appreciate them. We'll get to all the supers here today. Thank you, JD Gatcher, for the first super of the night. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Um, he says Padres are now 500 on the road, but in actuality, they're not, um, right? They're 18 and 16 away from Petco, Petco, and they're 13 and 18 at Petco. So, yeah, technically 16 and 16, but they're actually – I mean, they've been really good on the road, or at least they've been a good away from Petco Park. I mean, 18 and 16, Jim, you would think, put you in playoff positioning, but they've just been among the worst home teams in the National League, unfortunately. Being 500 on the road is not a bad thing. That's exactly kind of what you want to be on the road. You know, if you're better than that, then that's gravy. But the kind of like benchmark for your road record is, is 500. Yeah. And if they're 500 on the road, then you would think most of the time those teams make the playoffs. If they're expecting, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're good, right. And the Padres are supposed to be good and they're supposed to win 60% of the time at home. And 50% of the time on the road, and boom, you're easily in the postseason. But they're such a bad home team that it makes it difficult and harder because now you're forced, hey, we need to go win on the road now. And we we need to win on the road at a pretty damn good clip because we suck at home. Right. So yeah, it puts I mean, more pressure on you. I mean, now you get this interesting homestand against teams you never see, Cleveland and Tampa Bay. What's this going to look like? I have no idea. You know, are they all of a sudden, have they played better over the last 10 or 15 days? Yeah, I think to some regard they have. But have they fully turned a corner at home? Absolutely not. I mean, they're 13 and 18 at Petco Park. Can we please see a good homestand? Can we see four and two against the Guardians and the the Rays? That's asking a lot based on what we've seen. But at some point you need a four and two homestand. That's that's nothing. They're going to need multiple four and two homestands to dig out of this. Yep. Um, Delta, Delta J Ford, thank you for the super chat as well. Very generous. Appreciate it, guys. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. We will get to all the supers. Great way to support the work we do on the wrap-up show. He says, uh, this is interesting. Since coming to San Diego, Garcia's ERA against NLS teams, nearly nine against everyone else, 1.14. 29 of his 35 earned runs have been against the NL West in the regular season. Um, yeah, of course, Colorado's weird. They've lost six straight. I know. I'm looking at their lineup. It's not like it used to be. They're not good. I mean, I don't have to tell that to anyone, but that doesn't mean they lose every single time they play. So maybe they were due for something like this. The Garcia spot, to everyone's point, well, you got to use him at some point. He's on the active roster. You're going to have to use him. And he allowed a home run. So did everyone. Cosgrove allowed a home run. Whomever else pitched late allowed a home run. Honeywell, you know. Everybody, everybody, yeah, three guys allow runs. And, you know, you, you have him there. And with the amount of pieces you used yesterday, you basically, as soon as you got 3-2 lead, when did they get 3-2 lead in that game? 3-1. Right. Oh, you're saying yesterday? Yesterday. So they, they regained the lead in the sixth inning yesterday. So you got to yep. go 12 outs to win the game. That's a lot. With the it bullpen was... already fully in use. Yeah, Wilson Melvin went for, I mean, Melvin went for yeah. it yesterday, yep. as, as, he, as he should. Not saying yep. he didn't go for it today. Sure. But you're, again, one, this is a Sunday on June 11th. This isn't a Sunday yeah. uh, on October 11th. And yeah. you have a guy that was a pretty big part of your bullpen last year in Garcia, who was part of the A team in the postseason. Him, right. Suarez, Hader. That was like lockdown, you know, one, two, three right there. Mm-hmm. You also have, who else? They, you know, 
Honeywell today, who's been Honeywell's been good. And you look at that and you say, okay, we can get six outs here. And you also have Costco or uh, yeah, Costco that has pitched really well this season. He's got a, I mean, that was, what was that was his, was that his first run given up this year? That was his first run. Was it, guys, it was either his first or second. I think it might have been. I, think it might have, I don't know if it's his first or second. He's got a .57 ERA. That was probably his yeah. first. Okay, that was. I think it's second for some reason. Nope. Am I that wrong? Was, that was his first run given up all year long. That's crazy. So, you know, get upset with a guy that's not given up a run all year. He's been really good for this team. Yeah. Honeywell. Amazing. Honeywell's been decent for this team as well. Actually, more than decent. And so, if you're Bob Melvin today, again, guys, I know you guys are upset with Bob Melvin, but I mean, if you told Bob Melvin, hey, Bob, uh, we're not only going to have a lead in the eighth inning, but we're going to have a lead in the ninth inning. And Snell gave us seven innings today, and we have Garcia, Cosgrove, and Honeywell all ready to go. He's going to be like, I love my odds. Wait, hold on. I want to hear from someone. Put it in the chat room. I want to hear the I am so livid at Bob Melvin argument. Like, where, where is where's it? the argument starting at? I, I want the argument, and we're going to put it. You, you can be a super if you want. You can just put it in the chat. If we see it, we'll, we'll post it. I want to hear from someone. There's a couple hundred people here right now. I want to hear from someone that's upset at Bob Melvin, the way he managed today. What, what's what's it stem from? Yeah, what does what, it stem what, from here today? What, what did you what did you want to do like what, what would you rather have him do and, yeah, and i know he's the move to win the game you're up three one you're going to the eighth inning where do you go mm-hmm. and and i see delta j ford saying in the chat like dude honeywell's sucks he has four losses honeywell's been good and you know that he has not been and great he's, some, yeah, he's been okay exactly. okay fine he's been okay he's been solid He's been solid. Like he's been a reliable Losses for relievers are kind of. I mean, that's not a great way to gauge their success. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's been a he's been a reliable guy for Bob Melvin, and you know that because he was put in situations today to potentially close out the game, or not close out the game, but you know, in a tie game after the rainout. Right? He was put in there after the rainout. He's been a guy that Bob Melvin's relied on. So I'm not saying he's been like the greatest pitcher in the planet. No, he I mean he's no Josh Hader. Yeah. He's not asking the guys. I mean, he was—he's a rookie. He's never pitched in the big leagues, and he's posted a sub four ERA for two months. I mean, did you expect more? Right. You and know, I, I didn't. I mean, I don't know what we were really expecting out of him. And when you have, um, and when you have losses uh, like uh, Drew Pomeranz and Robert Suarez in your bullpen, you're yeah, getting these guys. Those are significant losses, and I think Honeywell has done a fairly decent job of filling that role. Has it been the best job of the world? No, it hasn't. But. He's also not even close to Robert Suarez's level, and he's a rookie. And you know, okay, I know he has four losses on his record, um, but how about they score more runs? Then you don't have to worry about it. Okay, our buddy Great Friends is mad because he continues to play Trent Grisham. Um, at key spots, why the hell does he bunt all the time? Um, let's say in clutch games or in clutch spots. I mean, Grisham's your number nine hitter. What other? Outfielder, would you like to be playing more than Trent Grisham? Has he has he contributed the way you'd like him to? Absolutely not. Um, but I don't think Bob Melvin penciling him into the lineup as the number nine hitter is a lack of you know ability of Bob Melvin. In fact, not, you could even argue Bob Melvin's writing these lineups. You're not firing Bob Melvin for for putting Trent Grisham there in the ninth. Yeah, I don't like, know. Stop. I mean, yeah, he hasn't had a great year. <laughs> he hasn't had a great two years. You know, but he's on the right. Bob Melvin doesn't decide who's on the team. No, you he's know, like, he's like, okay, he's, it's what age you gave me, so I got to put him out there. And yeah, I mean, what other option you got in the outfield? Seriously, you gonna put Brandon Dixon? You gonna put Brandon Dixon in right and then move Tatis to center? I mean, and they've done that. And Dixon's had some moments, but I mean, I don't know. You you're asking for Brent Dixon to be whatever the hell's name is Brandon Dixon to be consistently better than Trent Grisham? Maybe that's realistic. Maybe it's not. You know. And if and if and if Bob Melvin, if you're Bob Melvin, he's looking at it like this probably. Okay, you might get you might get uh, more offense in there with Brandon Dixon, even though it's not. I mean, Brandon Dixon is in two twelve on the year, right? Okay, you know, Trent Grisham is in one ninety four. But you also lose significantly amount of defense. 
when you take Christian out and if you put Dixon in right and you put Tatis in center, you just yeah, do. Tatis is, yeah. Tatis is one of the best right fielders in the game. No question about that. And Grisham, for all the shit that we talk about him, and it's deserved for his offense, but he's he's a reliable, solid defender in center. Does he do some shit that will upset you? And Maybe, yeah. Who? John Grisham. And, and for defense. But yeah. overall, he's a, a yeah, reliable I mean, he's center fielder. Yeah, what's crazy is, okay, a couple things I want to get to. Esteban, thank you for your membership. He says, Padres are the best pitching staff, he, he means, here in baseball. What are people even complaining about LMAO? It's baseball. Shit happens. I mean, yes and no. I think if the pitching ma- maintains, they don't have to be the best pitching staff in baseball from here through the close of the season. But if you got top five pitching staff, then you would exactly. think offensively it'll be enough. You know, it'll all work itself out. Um, and then the other thing I want to get to is Chango Surfo, who says – if Melvin doesn't make the lineups or manage the bullpen freely, then he's a puppet, essentially. Well, well hold on, because the truth is all the managers don't manage their bullpen freely. All of the managers go into the day with a card that has guys blacked out that they can't use, every single one. So, if, for example, if a reliever yesterday throws 51 pitches in relief, then you're not managing your bullpen freely. I mean, there's, there's no manager in baseball that is able to go to that reliever back-to-back days and in terms of the lineup i don't know who's setting the lineup there's a number of teams that the front office has some level of input obviously with a a lineup i don't know if the pot to what level the padres do or don't but to put every lineup on bob melvin to say well trent grisham trent grisham here's the thing that bob melvin doesn't do that aj preller does do aj preller determines the 13 position players he can even use which are really 12 because the backup catcher which is really 11 when you get into the particulars of it. He's got – Trent Grisham has to play. That doesn't come from Bob Melvin. That comes from the organization because they've had him there for three and a half years. Yeah, nothing else. You know? And, and so – And to Esteban's point, like, the reason why you get upset so much now with the good pitching they've had is because – and it could. It absolutely could keep up for the entire year. But – if this thing ever pitching wise regresses like and this offense stays the same, then you're doubly fucked because the pitching has kept them in it and they've been fantastic. So if they dip at all and the offense doesn't turn this thing around with runners in scoring position and, you know, closes teams out essentially like that's going to be a problem. That's why right now it's like you're fucking wasting this. He starts by Snell. You're wasting this good pitching because his offense is stuck in quicksand for 60-plus games so far this year. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I mean, JD's third and Chango Surfo, thanks for hanging out. I, not to, I'm not trying to take your comment out of context. Maybe we did, but you get it. It's YouTube. Um, in terms of JD's third, who says Bo Mid made mistakes with the bullpen, not only today in this series, but all season long. Uh, let's not talk about the NLCS. We're all with you on the NLCS. Nobody went further with that point than we did. Um, but I can't, I can't. Okay. So what? So that was 2022. I'm with you. I criticized it till I was blue in the face and what happened? Nothing. But today, to tie it back to 2022, what did Bob Melvin do today that he shouldn't have done? Should he have turned to Tim Hill to start the eighth inning? Maybe. And then, and or should, what should he have done? I'm, I'm missing what he should have done today. Should he have turned to Honeywell to start the eighth inning? Nick Martinez, who blew, who let two runs on Friday? Here, here's, here's like what Bob Melvin had in front of him. All right. You have Luis Garcia. And I know everyone's saying, don't pitch him, don't pitch him, don't pitch him. Well, then when are you going to pitch him? Are you going to only pitch him in mop-up duty now? Or are you going to make sure that he only pitches when the team has a nine-run lead? Or are you going to say, look, we have an opportunity to see if this guy can go out there and prove that he can be put into close game situations again. And here it is. So let's see what you got. And you completely shit the bed. It happens. And do you like it? No. But 
if this guy was, you know, such a big part of your bullpen last year, and if you're Bob Melvin, he's going to give guys opportunities to succeed, and he's going to give guys opportunities to prove it, that they can be put into close game situations, and that's what happens today with Luis Garcia. There was a close game situation. You can't use Nick Martinez is not uh, pitching in the game. It's not the ninth inning. So, and even if it was the ninth inning, you're not. Well, using Martinez could have pitched, but they they warmed him up, and then they sat him down. That was it. That's yeah, what Bob that, Melvin said post game. Yeah, and so you decided to go Luis Garcia, and you decided to give him an opportunity in a close game um, to get to the ninth with a two-run lead. It didn't happen. I mean, here's the thing, J.D.'s third, in all caps, he shouldn't have been in this game. Garcia, by the way, the biggest mistake he made was not covering first. Yeah. The biggest mistake he made had nothing to do with him pitching. Right. It was a dumb mental mistake that he didn't yeah, cover first. The biggest mistake he made was mental. I mean – Anyone theoretically could make it. I'm not excusing it, but like to say that, like, oh my gosh, the worst pitching performance ever. He failed to cover first and allowed a home run. They all allowed home runs. I mean, even Blake Snell today allowed yeah. a home run. Four pitchers allowed home runs today. It's course field. Um, there's no guarantee. I mean, it's easy with the benefit of hindsight because they lost the game. There's no guarantee Tim oh Hill pitches there and they win. Hindsight's the best you thing know? ever. Or Nick Martinez pitches there and they win. I'd be all listen if they didn't use Hater today for some stupid reason. If Nick Martinez hadn't thrown for three days for some, you see what I'm saying? Then I'm all for it. If you got Robert yeah. Suarez, then okay, but they don't. Right. right. So if this, exactly. If 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 Josh Hader didn't pitch yesterday and Nick Martinez pitched on Friday, sure. And then sure. you don't use those two guys yeah. today, and you're like, what the fuck are we doing? Right. But that's not the case. Right. Uh, that one, homie's garage. Thanks for uh, the super chat. He says. Just got to find a way to win the close games. I mean, th- that is the truth. And now the question is, can they do it? I mean, what is the record in one-run games? Is it four and twelve? It's not great. I mean, that's crazy. If I know when they score. I know that when they score. Is it four or more runs? They're like twenty-nine and two, or is it more than four runs? <laughs> well, now it's now it's twenty-nine-three or something. Right, some some right. crazy number. Right. So, yeah, today was just the whole, I mean, honestly, the Blake Snell getting hit thing, like, changed everything. because It just sucks, yeah. Right, it sucks because Snell's probably going back out there for the eighth. Yeah, definitely. He would have started the eighth inning. And it was weird at the time because he, he got hit, then he finished the inning. Yeah, he stayed in the, exactly. I, I'm with you. When he stayed in the game, I'm like, well, maybe he stayed. I didn't know exactly where he yeah. got hit. You Nobody I mean? knew. Like, is it, Nobody knew. If yeah. anyone tells you that like, they knew for sure, like his foot was swollen. Oh, you, don't you don't know jack shit. I mean, ball was hard hit. Yeah, <laughs> but, ball was hard hit. And that's probably to the conclusion that you make. Like, okay, I, I think he was taken out because he was injured. And then you're kind of telling yourself, well, well, it's once Garcia gave up the lead, you're like, well, right. I, was that the I, reason? Yeah. I hope it was for that reason, because if it wasn't yep. for that reason, then we got some fucking problems here. Um, but we never didn't. Nobody knew that until the end of the game, until Bob Melvin explained himself. So don't don't be acting like you knew. OK, because you didn't. Um, but we all thought it. We're like, oh, I think that's maybe because of the, you know, even AJ Caspo was like. This is very odd. He was taken out. It might be for the for the for the uh, him getting hit, but we're just going to wait and see. And that's what we that's what people failed to do is wait and see. So yeah, if that thing didn't happen, then this game is probably completely different. You know, it's you're you're right. I, I agree with you. It's probably different. They probably win. Blake Snell's been really good his last four starts. You're probably right. Of course, there's no guarantees. You know, this is interesting from JD's third. Thank you, JD, for the uh, super. He says our record in close games this year is on management. And I, I'm f- I'm fine to put some level of accountability, obviously, on management. I'm fine with putting accountability on the coaching staff and Bob Melvin. And I'm fine with putting it on the players. There, there's reasons to do it with all. Let me just say this, though, that, it's, that you might not like what I'm about to say, but this is true. Some years you're lucky, and some years you're unlucky. Look at football. You turn the ball over one year a lot, the next year you don't. Same running back, same quarterback. It can be the difference between going 11 and 6 and 6 and 11 turnovers, records in close games, the difference between going 1972 and 72 and 90. Maybe that's a little exaggerated. You can have the better poker hand and lose on the whatever the hell the thing is, the river. The river. You know, yeah, like yeah. You, you can have the 80% until you don't. So I'm not saying that. I'm not going to just say, oh, it's all just dumb luck. I, I don't believe that. And I would put some of it on management, but the way it's all played out so far this year i'm like 
I don't know what it is. I still can't put my finger on it. I think for two months they were in like a malaise. I think they've come out of it a little bit in June, if I'm being honest. I think offensively they've been a lot better, far from perfect. Look at these last two days with the men in scoring position. But I don't know. I don't know if I can just put close games on management is the way I look at it. So we shall see. All right. Let me get to I want to remind our viewers. They're six and four that. in the month, John. The road to 17 and 10 is there. <laughs> It's there. No, it is. It is possible. Um, guys, as you know, if you've been here, whether it's your first day, or you've been here for two years, Mark Nimitz has supported this channel literally since day one. He's our title sponsor. He is um, a great insurance agent. How do I know that? Because I've had a lot of insurance policies with Mark over the last two years. I've got a life insurance policy, homeowners, earthquake insurance policy. He can save you $750 or more just by switching to him. Here's his website. Click the link in the description down below on YouTube or on the podcast, and you can get to Mark's website. He's a San Diegan. He's a huge Padres fan. I've been talking to him, in fact, today here from Palm Springs. Um, if you have insurance needs, whether it's a new policy or renewal, before you renew, contact Mark. He's going to save you money. Auto, home, business, life, condo, renters, earthquake, whatever it is. He's a great insurance agent with great service and communication. That's I'm terrible at that stuff. He takes care of everything. I had a claim last year. He made it so simple. So if you support our channel, please support our local partners, including Mark Nimitz at Farmers. Yeah, all this information is always above my head, mnimitzatfarmersagent.com. When you reach out to our buddy Mark, who just passed the 100, I yeah, guess, I saw Yelp, Yelp reviews. Yeah, or Google reviews. Google reviews, whatever it was. I think it was Google, Google reviews or Yelp reviews. I think it is. Just passed the 100 mark of five out of five stars. So yep. he is uh, highly, highly rated when it comes to insurance of your needs. Yep. So when you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Yeah, good point. Thank you for bringing that up, Jim. But yeah, the next time you have insurance need, you call Mark because you've been with us. So please call Mark the next time you have an insurance need. Again, I mean, I'm glad so many people are getting into the particulars of this game. I love it. You know, Jim loves it. That's why we do this day in and day out. I would say this trend lines for me feel better today than they felt a, a week, week ago. ago. Yeah. They do. Now that doesn't mean we're necessarily seeing it to your point. They're six and four in the month. You know, that's not world beaters, but another six and four run and they'd be a game under another six and four run. They'd be a game over. This stuff isn't easy. This doesn't turn quick unless they're going to go eight and two in a 10 game stretch or 10 and two mm-hmm. in a 12 game stretch. Now they're coming home, Jim, you're in San Diego. I'm not, let me guess it's cloudy. You know, shitty you know so but good news home. it's gonna good news it's gonna be very hot and sunny on tuesday is it uh yeah yeah maybe okay good so yeah the weather actually is supposed to warm i mean i know it's not, stupid yeah 72 and it's, yeah it's great so not hot but been. still and i know it's stupid but the ballpark has not been conducive to hitting this year they're not good at petco they're 13 and 18 their opponents are good their opponents are 18 and 13 they got to come home and avoid slipping. Our buddy Carlos, by the way, is in the chat. Um, they got to come home and avoid two and four, Jim. I'd like to see them play better than three and three. Not going to be easy with Tampa coming here. But at some point, give me a good homestand, please. Just play, just do, play some good baseball at home. Just It'd be nice if you scored runs at home consistently and you took series consistently at home. And maybe I don't know, throwing an occasional sweep, right? But it's going to be very—it's going to be interesting to see how they play this week against the yeah. Guardians and Tampa Bay, the best team in baseball, and a team that I'm sure would maybe give them. I don't know if Shane Bieber is going to pitch this this week. I don't think he is because I think he might have pitched today. Okay, um, but still, they got some hitters on that team, and I mean, it just—they got a lot of former Padres on that team. <laughs> Right, and they're similar. I mean, they have basically the same record as the Padres, I want to say. Um, there's yeah, no pushovers. They're, they're 31 and 34. So yeah, they lose. they've I mean, been guys, the same. They've lost the Royals. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assume they're gonna sweep the A's when the A's have won five straight, you know? Yeah, this isn't this um, is not facing a shit team like the A's. All right. I'm thinking Carlos just got here. So let's probably get into yeah. this. Okay, he was so texting Carlos, me a lot. He's very upset. <laughs> I love it. You don't have to weigh in with the Supers. If we see it in the chat, we can get to that as well, but feel free to. Uh, we appreciate your support. He says, Bowmel with another masterclass of horrible bullpen management. Okay, we've discussed this for 30 minutes. High leverage situation with worse pitchers. I don't care if they pitch three days in a row. If they have an off day tomorrow, pathetic. 
your your point is valid, but you're you're speaking to the organization, not to Bob Melvin. Bob Melvin didn't put his foot down today and say Josh Hader will not pitch a third consecutive day. The organization did. There's a piece of paper that says who can and cannot pitch, and I guarantee to you. That piece of paper said Josh Hader will not pitch under any circumstance. We will use a position player in the 15th inning before Josh Hader pitches. I guarantee that's the case. Also, every single team in baseball would not manage today's game like it was game seven of the World Series. Yeah, and it sucks because they're not playing well, so that's what sucks. You want them to pitch Josh Hader, and you want them to pitch Nick Martinez every single freaking day. That's not the case, especially on June 11th. It's just, it will never happen. It, it just, it just won't. So I think everybody needs to get like okay with that and comfortable with the fact that and, and accepting that you're just not going to see Josh Hader three straight days in a row in the regular season. Just won't happen no matter what. So there's no point in getting upset about it. There's no way Bob Melvin, like you said, John, is going to manage this game, you know with that much urgency or that, that mindset, right? It's just not going to happen. It's an organizational thing. It's a team thing. And frankly, it's a baseball thing. Every single baseball team. I I don't, I don't know any manager in baseball at this point in the season that would put their closer out there three games in a row in high, like high leverage situations, like one run leads. I just don't see it. Maybe some do. I, I just, there may be an example, maybe a but couple, but I yeah, there's definitely a majority. Guy. I don't see it. It's commonplace to be in this spot, truthfully. When your closer pitches back to back days, it's commonplace for your closer to be down. Um, if you want to argue Honeywell starting after the delay, my guess is Honeywell coming in after the delay was a groupthink project. They get back to the clubhouse. I, that's a groupthink. And, and by the way, Martinez was burned. He wasn't pitching. That's what Bob Melvin said. After he got up and didn't appear, he yeah. was not pitching yeah. in that the game. Rain. So you had Tim Blame Hill. the rain. Blame, blame the rain. Exactly. Um, all right, Carlos, let me get to another one of your supers. Thanks for hanging out, Carlos. We know uh, we always appreciate your support of the channel and you hanging out with us. He says, just when it feels like uh, we're getting hot and finding a groove, they crap the bed again. Still mad about today and the season. You should be. I mean, you should be mad about the way they played this year. Um you know, and today is frustrating to lead most of the game. You know, you feel like you should win that game. You know, even if it is in Denver where things get tricky because the Rockies have been so bad. Um, I'm not going to tell anyone not to be frustrated with the way this team has played. I mean, you're right. Spot on. I mean, this team has not been good. They're fortunate that the wild card has been extended to three teams and the National League has a good amount of parity. And, you know, a lot can still happen. There's only two or three games to separate the Padres right now from a playoff spot. So, but, yeah, I'm not going to tell you not to be frustrated. I think you should be. By, with the season, I'm not saying – and I'm frustrated with today as well. But I'm more frustrated with the way they've played, you know, for 65 games than I am with what played out today. If you're not frustrated with this season, I would ask if there's something wrong with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's just it, – it, there's there's zero doubt in my mind. Or there's – like, any – what's the, what am I looking for? You should be concerned with this season, and you should be frustrated. That's what I'm trying. To, that's what I'm basically saying. Is if you're not frustrated, then I think we have. I need to question you yeah, about. I'm, oh yeah, I'm concerned. Oh, I'm concerned. You know, everybody should be frustrated, concerned. There's everyone should be, and if you're not, then you're working at the other station. So, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, we're gonna get back to the supers here in a moment. Can you pull down that super, Jim? Um, and while you do that, I do want to remind our viewers, of course, about our longtime partner here on the Wrap Up Show, Aura. A great company, a lot like Mark Nimitz, San Diegans that are passionate about the Padres. They do business in San Diego, right right here in Southern California. So if you're looking to get healthier, they've got plant-based nutrition products, ORA.organic. Click the link down below in the description or go to ORA.organic. They've got free shipping going on and subscription orders over $50. I've been taking the probiotic for over a year. My wife's been taking it for a month. It's a great product for digestion and a million other reasons. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, they have an omega-3 oil that is entirely plant-based. They have sleep pills and immunity pills and proteins for after workouts and literally something for everyone and even more products. So if you're looking to get healthier, if you want to support this channel and support businesses that do business with us, 
check it out as you watch the wrap-up show. Browse their site, ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. Uh, they have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. It's all plant-based. It's all organic. It's the healthiest on the market. Will, who's a huge supporter of this channel, obviously, um, but also is a huge Padres fan. So he watches us to talk, you know, talk about Padres baseball. And go support him. Uh, if you support the wrap-up show, help support our sponsors. And this is a great way to do that by going to www.ora.organic. Pick up some supplements. Uh Trust me, trust John, who does take probiotics every single day. And I take the pre-workout when I work out. Uh, it's the best in the market. It'll feel better about yourself. And uh, you'll thank us later. Right, John? All right, guys. Uh, yes. No, you will definitely thank us later. Um, we appreciate you hanging out. Whether you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. Um, we passed over the 4,800 threshold, I think, with our Friday night show. We're trying to get to 5,000. Um, I don't think we'll get there tonight, but if you are here, if you've thought about subscribing, it doesn't cost a penny. Just click that subscribe button. We do appreciate it. Trying to get to 5,000. Thank you for the supers as well. Click the dollar sign below the chat box like J.D. Goucher just did. Um, he says, pot skip Shane Bieber, which is good. Yeah. Um, seven shutdowns against yeah. Houston. Yeah. Um, think he gets traded this year. I think it's a possibility the way <laughs> Cleveland is with salary constraints. I want to say he's an unrestricted free agent after next season. So if they want to get max value, I think it's possible. I'm not saying that it's probable. I think it's possible. Shane Bieber could be dealt. Um, and it depends on the way they're playing. They're three games under 500. You know, a lot of teams make the postseason. It's harder, though, in the American League. Mm -hmm. So I think there's at least a possibility Shane Bieber could be dealt. I think it's definitely a possibility in 2024 if he's still not extended out. I think there's a report that they were actually going to, like, they were looking to trade him or like he, there's a pos, there's a real strong chance that he could be yeah. traded. That's what they do. I know the first yeah. thing that all Padres fans think fans think is, well, Shane Bieber He's coming here, come here. Yep. I, I, again, at this point in time in this season, and it's crazy to say like pitching's the least of their worries at times. Like it's, yeah. it's about this offense and it's about the guys they have in this, on this team and they're not getting it done at a consistent rate on a night in night out basis, plain and simple yeah. end of story. And still late until they stop fucking around with runners in scoring position. That's going to be a problem. And they're not going to be a very good baseball team. This is how it works. Yeah. That's well said. Um, JD's third. Thank you. Says Nando was right. Baseball guys punishing um, us for real. Is that FR? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I don't know what the hell do I know. I'm 43. Yeah. Um, I honestly, you know what? It's funny. Yes and no. I think like a game like today where you don't have a guy cover first, where you have Soto hit a ball to center that's out of every ballpark but course. What are the odds of that? And then the ball that Soto hit that was ripped right back up the middle for a double play. It's a yes and no. But then also you have Soto making a good play in left field. And, you know, it's like you, you it's like what are they saying? Poker. You, you remember your worst beats. Right? You don't remember your big wins. You remember your worst beats. That's what sports are. You always remember the things that go against you. You don't remember the things that actually go your way. So is it that, like I said earlier, some of sometimes in baseball, the difference between a team that wins close games and loses close games, as stupid as it sounds, is luck. One year you can be good in close games. The next year you can be bad. I hope that's not the case with the Padres this year. But, I'm I mean, the, there's some trend lines here. I mean, they've been terrible in close games for a long time, months now. Is that all of a sudden going to turn on its head? Hopefully. I think the runners in scoring position thing, we're, we're far past the unlucky, you know, excuse. Yeah. We probably. are. We're, we're long gone. We have, you know, reached orbit and blasted off into space. I feel like <laughs> with that, with that conversation. Um, but they're not, they're not hitting 184 anymore with men in scoring position. Okay, great. They're hitting 198 or whatever. No, it's fine. It's over 200. Or 203. Thanks. Like, it's just still not good. Right. No, it's not. It's not going to be good for a while, probably. Right. Until they start, you know, getting that number up, then you're going to see stuff like this. And that, and the unlucky stuff, like John said, is the home run that doesn't go out of course field. Yeah, but every other, nice. yeah that's and, and that's not unlucky. That or it's raining. From, yeah, it was raining. The or the ball, the ball hits field. off. I mean, the stupid. ball hits off Snell's foot. Right. It's yeah. But it's but stupid. not covering first base is mental. And that's what dumb IQ baseball teams do. And this team is a dumb IQ baseball team at times. It just is. All right. Let's uh, roll through some of these supers. Carlos, thanks again, man. 
Um, okay, so to his point, June 11th with division getting out of reach by All-Star game. Yeah, they're nine games out. I- I'm with you on that. Uh, there's no hesitation to get hot and try to win the NL West. Um, why not Martinez instead of Honeywell and high leverage? Martinez was started before. Well, they said Martinez wasn't pitching after he got up in the eighth. So that's fair. If you want to see him, then he says Martinez over Garcia. I'm fine with someone saying Martinez should have started the eighth. But you're also leaving yourself open to second guessing. Why is Nick Martinez pitching for a third consecutive day? Where he hadn't been overly effective. He was on Saturday, but he allowed a couple of runs on Friday. And they're just going to so, bury Garcia? I mean, I guess. I, mean, I but... think if you're going to activate Garcia after the way they used their bullpen this weekend, he's probably going to appear in this game. Is he not? By the way, he likely starts the ninth if you preserve the lead in the eighth. Probably. You know? He probably starts the ninth if you preserve the lead in the eighth. That's the way I look at it. Um, guys, I told our viewers, can you pull that down, Jim? I know I'm an idiot. Um, I told our viewers the other night about the brand new seventh inning stretch at underdogfantasy.com and on the underdog fantasy app. You can draft your major league baseball team, brand new best ball tournament going on. Underdog fantasy does everything else. They set the lineup every week. Okay. You do nothing. There's no waivers. There's nothing with your lineup. You just draft. It's $7 to enter $30,000 to first place. Enter now until July 14th underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's right. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Drafts, as you can see on the screen right now, going on right now for the NFL season, for Major League Baseball, like tomorrow's action. You can play right now. You can draft your team right now. You can win up to $5,000 in prizes for tomorrow's action. And then there's pickups going on each and every day, including I want to say tomorrow wraps up the NBA finals potentially. Um, So you can pick, for example, is Jimmy Butler going to have a good game in Denver in game five or not, Jim? No, this is, this series is over. It's over. Okay. So we're going to go lower with Butler on 26 and a half points. And then we're going to, you know what? One of the most forgettable NBA finals in the history of the sport. I know. We're going to go higher than a half single for jerks and pro far just because. Because he's a former Padre. Fuck it, whatever. And then we're going to let me just see here, scrolling down. And then because it's Otani at Texas, I'll go higher. So here's the deal: you get those three right, a twenty dollar bet pays one hundred and twenty dollars. You can insure it and still win up to sixty dollars, and you can get two out of three correct and still win by insuring it. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code PADSWRAP, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, whether it's pickums, whether it's daily drafts and all sports. Check it out, underdogfantasy.com. Can I, can I ask one yeah. question that I think would be funny to talk about tomorrow on the radio because it's an off yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. And I know that he took off last year and he got hired this year. So the odds of him becoming the Padres manager this year were like lower than 0%. Because Bob Melvin just came off the of run. Do you think this team would have do you think this team would be better with Bruce Bochi as manager? Correct. It's hard to know. Obviously. Including last year. Including last year. Do you think do you think Bruce Bochi with last year's team takes him further than the NLCS last takes year? Takes him further than the NLCS. And do you think that this team would be better this year with Bruce Bochi as manager? I mean, it's easy to say maybe because we don't know what it would look like. Here's the thing that Bruce Bochi doesn't control the front office. Yep. Maybe he would. Yeah. And but, I mean, I still think Trent Grisham yeah. plays with Bruce Bochy. You want to know why? Because he doesn't have anyone else. Because Brandon you, Dixon's not a regular and because Jose Azokar is not a regular. When you are a good team, you have a really good relationship and an understanding of everything going on around you and great communication with players and everything with the GM and the coach. The head, the manager. Now you could say, "Well, Tingler and Preller were like best buddies, and that turned out shit." Well, yeah, right. Tingler's also a first-time guy that had no idea what the fuck he was doing, and trying to trying to fix up a Ferrari. A little different in Texas. Yeah. You got Chris Young and Bruce Bochy, and Chris Young and Bochy are pretty tight. Bochy knows what he's fucking doing. Bochy. Yeah coming here to work with Preller, <laughs> give me a fucking break. That's the thing. I mean, it's like, this: is it oil and water or is it, 
I don't know if it works. It may. I Nobody knows the answer to that. Does Bruce Bochy have more World Series rings than Bob Melvin? Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean he's going to work well with A.J. Preller in this exact moment and that it works better here than it's working out in Texas, which is really well. Um, I don't know. I think it's a great question. I think it's a good point. I mean, you could certainly say it could be better. You could say that. Mm-hmm. Do you think but, Do you think this team – well, I mean, obviously the easy – Think to ask ask is if if Bob Melvin was with another GM like Billy Bean or Theo would he would yeah, it be sure, better? Of course. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. I would, yeah, I'd actually be more inclined to say I think the GM. I think it starts with the GM, yeah, not the manager. Right, it's not the other way around, and I feel like this right. was done the other way around. Where like you hire the 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 manager who's a really really good manager that might not get along super well with the GM. Just because the manager's better, you know, like we're gonna hire the G, we're gonna hire the manager because he's really good. Who cares about the relationship with the GM? Even though it's like, well, that kind of matters, right? Yeah. If you're gonna hire a good manager, if you're gonna hire a really good manager, if you're gonna hire a puppet like what what AJ did with Andy Green and Jace Tingler, then you're not gonna win, right? Exactly. I think that's the ice maker. By the way, Uh, sounds like what's going on. Yeah, it's like an ice maker, I think. Um, guys, before we get out of here tonight, if you're looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, check out the link that I just put in the chat. I'm going to put it again in the chat uh, from our friends at FOCO. If you use promo code WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps, you're going to get 10% off your entire order from our friends at FOCO. WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps, WRAPUPSHOW10. By the way, I wouldn't even talk about it, and we will tomorrow on the radio, and we will on Tuesday on the wrap-up show, and we can talk about it briefly here. Machado Saturday was like one of his top four games as a Padre. He had some amazing moments, not just the bobble play. Speaking of the – I mean, the bobble play, pick up a bobble head. Here's the bobble head, the big bobble head. You get 10% off using wrap-up show 10, 1-0 in all caps. Mm -hmm. Um, This thing's going to sell out. All these things have been selling out. But if you're looking for a Father's Day gift, Machado big head bobble head, there's a Tatis big head bobblehead in here that just came out. Again, 10% off using promo code WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps. They have Look at all these products from the caps to the floral button-ups to the men's and women's items, summer gear, swimsuits, something for everyone. Click the link. It's in the chat. Use promo code WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps and get 10% off your entire order. But briefly, Jim, before we roll, I mean – of course, the play that Machado made yesterday is about as good of a play as you can possibly make. Ted them the game in the field. I mean, yeah, the difference between winning and losing. Yep, it was when he has a, when his career is over, and he has a defensive highlight reel of his best defensive plays he ever it. made. That's in it. <laughs> that was amazing. It was incredible. Made another good play back at the, the play he loves making that quick throw across the diamond from foul territory. A he made flick. Yep. Yeah, I mean, getting on base, hitting the ball hard. You know, this is the Manny Machado we've come to know and love. But again, he's not consistent. And I'm, but I'm very, I'm very optimistic. Very. Since the hand, he's looking better. Now, yep. you're right. You're No, is he the MVP player he was last year? No. no. But I'm optimistic. And now forget the, you know, hey, I, it's got to turn. He's got to consistently do it. Um, listen, I thought Soto was very good today. But yeah, the Soto and Tatisas, let's see it consistently. We're seeing it a little bit. From Soto and Tatis. We're seeing it a little bit from Machado. Bogart's coming off the wrist, an encouraging series. Let's see a good homestand starting Tuesday night against the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, take two or three from them and fuck it. Take two or three from Tampa. Yeah. Find a way to get four. Three's not the end of the world because it's Tampa. Right. But nothing worse than that. Don't give me some two and four homestand and say, well, they played Tampa. No, that's got to be done. They got to be better than that starting on Tuesday night. All right. Subscribe, please. Trying to get to 5,000 subscribers. You're the reason why we can get there. Please subscribe. You're on Padres content, exclusive year on Padres content. We really do appreciate you guys hanging out. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz of Farmers Insurance, Auto Home Runners Life. Click the link in the description down below. Mark has you covered. Longtime supporter of this channel. Aura, ORA.organic. Thank you, Will, for your support of our channel. If you're looking to get healthier, ORA.organic. Underdog Fantasy, if you want that 100% deposit match up to $100, use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, promo code PODSWRAP, 100% deposit match up to $100. And our friends at FOCO, click the link in the description down below. There's a link for FOCO, and you can, again, get 10% off your entire order using promo code WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps, WRAPUPSHOW10. 
1-0. Join us tomorrow on the radio. We're talking a lot of Padres baseball beginning at 3 p.m. Join us at 3 p.m. San Diego Sports 760 back Tuesday night after game one of the Cleveland series. For Jim, I'm John. Peace. Bye, Jim. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.